This is Start, Grow, Manage, where we help entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and freelancers achieve the impact, freedom, and wealth you imagined back when you started your company. At Start, Grow, Manage, our tools, practices, and processes help you engage, energize, and execute on building a business that empowers an extraordinary life. Learn more about our programs and how they can fuel your fire at startgrowmanage.com slash learn more. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to the seventh episode of the Start, Grow, Manage podcast. I am Joe. And I'm Jeff. I'm happy that you're you're getting good at saying podcast instead of episodes. Episode, it, it, is, it is a struggle every week. <laughs> you have no idea. Every week is a struggle for me to do that. Uh, so, Jeff, did you know that holidays are coming up now, you know? Uh, indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, so you got something to tell me? Uh, no, not that I uh, not that I know of. I thought you might be going back to Macy's for the holiday season. Uh yeah, no, that's that's not going to happen, Joe. That's in the past. And anyway, uh, they don't sell canoes anymore, right? So, but I thought you know, I thought your thing was really male foundation. Like you just wanted to go back and sell the male foundation stuff, man. <laughs> it's it's men's foundation. It's clothes. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, sure. Clothes. Yeah. Foundational <laughs> clothes. I just worked at me. I didn't define. I didn't define terms. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just I got selling it. clothes. You just and wanted I wasn't to go very back. Good at it. It was either. foundational clothes. I got it. Foundational yeah, clothes. That's foundation. what you want to go sell. Okay. Whatever, Joe. <laughs> All right, what are we what are we talking about today? Please tell me that we're not talking about men's foundational clothes. Oh, I'm so tempted to say that. <laughs> no, we're talking about the sucky economy. That's what we're talking about. Ah, we're back to the economy sucking. Actually, I think it's a pretty good economy. You know, I think, I think it's I think it's actually I don't know. I think, you know, um, rumors of terrible recession are overly uh, dramatized for for news purposes. Yeah, I don't know. That, exactly. That's like, <laughs> there, there was a kernel of this is based on a true story, but mm -hmm. but not, not necessarily a true story. But yeah. So but the economy is sucking. I think the important point of the economy is sucking is that people will complain about the economy sucking and they will use this as an excuse for their business not doing well when in fact the reason their business is doing well has nothing to do with the economy. It has everything to do with the entrepreneur. 100%. That's what we're talking about today. 100%. I've lived through this myself. I lived through it in 2008 when I when I ran my MSP. And Tell I know exactly. Well, you know, back in 2008 when I ran my MSP, I remember, you know, that the whole report started coming out. Oh, you know, the recession, the recession, the recession. And everybody was going crazy with this recession stuff, right? Yeah. And and I walked into my office and I gathered the staff and I said, hey, listen, everybody, I just want you guys to know that we're not going to participate in the recession. <laughs> right. Everybody else is. People are going to talk to you about it. If somebody says something to you about it, you say, you know, and my company, we're not participating in that. So I don't know. <laughs> OK. And we grew about 200 percent from 2008 to 2010. And the reason we did that is because we changed our our. We didn't change our business. We just changed our tactics 
so that we could maximize what was needed during the recession. You have a business and the thing that you offer is needed, whether there's a recession or there's no recession, it is needed. So how do you maximize so that you're getting the most so, out so of what it? What did you do, Joe? Let, let's see. I, I, I have an answer to this, but I want to see yeah. if, you, if so, you did what I think. And then if you didn't, we'll just like erase this and start. Okay, good. So I'll, I'll tell you what I did, right? So what I did is I was going after a particular kind of client, right? Okay. And what I saw is that we started losing traction. The small client wasn't, wasn't being able to give us the jobs that we wanted, right? And so what I did is I looked for clients in the same vertical with the same problem, with the same issue, but bigger, that were trying to replace their IT director. Okay. Right? And then I would apply for the job <laughs> of the IT director and say, listen, you, I understand you're trying to cut costs. You have a $250,000 a year IT director. You're trying to replace him with $150,000 a year IT director. What if I could replace that IT director and his whole team for $150,000? Would you be interested in talking to me? Yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden it was like magic. We were turning out big clients in the same vertical, right? Doing the same stuff but bigger. And it, it was the, great. The, the key thing there is that you identified the problem that you were solving and, and figured out for whom. So yes. here, here's why companies struggle in a down economy, right? Is, you know, it comes back way in the beginning, we talked about ABC companies and C companies are, are the companies that are just doing work. They're just out grinding. They're out doing work the whole time. Hustle, baby. You got to hustle. You got to work. Remember the hustle, hustle guy, the hustle guy, right? <laughs> well, weekends are a thing of the past. Yeah. The, 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 you know, and, and that's, that's your typical C company. They're doing work. And here's the problem with that is that you don't stand out from anybody else who's doing work, right? Everybody's doing work. So if the level of, of business is, is declining or, or, or changing or, or shifting, and all you do is do work and you don't stand out, then there is no reason for anybody to choose you over anybody else. You don't have any advantage. You're not differentiated in any way, no. right? And, and that's, what happens in a recession is that these the C companies ended up getting weeded out. But being a C company is in your control. And you move to a B company where you have some protection for the from the recession, where you participate, what would you call you don't participate, you you voluntarily participate or opt out of that's you what I'm opt out of the recession. We opted out of the recession. We're not we're and, not participating in it. And and you do that, right? You do that by clarifying the problem you solve and for whom. And and what you may find is that the problem no longer exists. Right. The problem that you were trying to solve. So in 2008, you know, um, getting a, a, a high risk mortgage, I guess the problem kind of went away because there was no more high risk mortgages. Right. So that there was a whole segment of the population. Just it went away. So you can sit back and complain about the fact that it went away or you can figure out 
the new problem that you solve and for whom you solve that problem and you jump on the next wave right and and you take off with that wave and and there are just there are people who are great at that every recession they, every time there's a shift they move on to the next thing and the new thing right but it's always about identifying where that gap is if you expect the world to buy the same thing from you tomorrow that they bought today and and you expect there to be no change then it actually doesn't matter whether there's a recession or not a recession because the world is going to change and it's going to leave you behind. Start, Grow, Manage is the place for entrepreneurs to get the support you need to build your business better. Put our decades of experience starting, growing, and managing businesses to work for you at startgrowmanage.com. Yeah. And that's, you know, the companies that survive, like Winnebago, right? Are the companies that saw, hey, something's changing. <laughs> we got cars. We better make car parts. You know, we got, like, you, yeah, you, there's a different, you, it's still a transportation problem. You're still in the same space. You're still dealing with the same stuff. But the, the when the when the economy changes, when the problem changes, you, you know, you have to go where, where that problem. And often what you'll find is that you can use the same tools. You can do the same stuff that you were doing. You're just solving a different problem. Like your internal or, or, process doesn't change very much. Right. My internal process didn't change at all. You were you were solving the same problem. You just found yeah. a different for whom. So you're actually you were actually still solving the same problem. The same problem existed. Yeah. You just had to get clear about for whom and That's you it. identified a new opportunity in a new for whom, right? And and I think that that's the the thing that I think is important is you don't even have to reinvent what you're doing. A lot of times, I mean, sometimes you do. Sometimes the world, the, the, a market that was there is no longer there, and yeah. you have to, to. But most of the time, it's it's really about just getting clear around what you do and and for whom. And you may have to shift your for whom. You may have to redefine the problem that they have or, or really understand the pain um, that they have in a different way. And then you can use that to uh, to to sharpen your marketing or go after a different segment. Um, but but it's that that speaking, you know, getting away from just doing work. Because if all you're doing, like if all you were doing is saying, I do IT work, I do IT work, and all of our MSPs, you know, oh, I do IT work, I do IT work, and nobody cares, right? And and if you're one of a thousand voices singing, I do IT work, um, then it's it's just not, you know, I, I, not I, exciting I, when the recession comes. I can't tell you how many meetings I went to where I would just keep my mouth shut because everybody was complaining and complaining. I felt bad saying, well, we're doing great. We grew 100%, you know. So I would just keep my mouth shut. And sometimes I would, you know, if, if somebody asked me a question, I would say, look, this is this is the, the real deal. The real deal is you, you have to change your focus a little bit and you have to figure out who are you solving a problem for. But the the Companies that really suffered, I saw, in terms of technical companies, were the companies that were agnostic. They tried to do everything for everybody. They try to do everything for everybody. Yeah. Right? And that's the same. That's what I'm trying to express with this idea of they're just doing work. Like, we just, we do everything for everybody. You have a problem, you know, it's the one who says, uh, you know, my customer is whoever walks in the door. Right. Well, if your customer is whoever walks in the door, you're not, you're not special enough you're to not. be ready for them to care. You're not. You know, the narrower you get, the more money, like you need to be able to, to to thread your client through the eye of a needle. Yeah. 
Like that's how defined your client has to be, that you can thread it through the eye of a needle. You know what's interesting about that is, is it is, you know, I always say the narrower your focus, the larger your market, right? We that's, always perceive the market as being huge, uh, but it only exists in segments. And as, as the more narrowly you define your segment, the bigger your market is because they can start identifying themselves as your market, right? And and that's like doubly true in a recession, you know, where and 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 our instinct, the the entrepreneurial instinct is to protect ourselves by going broad, by uh, you know, saying, hey, I, I have to develop customers in lots of different areas, or you know, and and ignoring the the real problem we solve and and focusing on the niche, right? So what you didn't do was say, all right, now I'm going to do, um, you know. I'm going to switch verticals. I'm going to switch I'm going to verticals. Go try to, or I'm, I'm going to solve a different problem. I'm going to move. I'm going to go compete with Dell and hardware. Money. You know, you're just like I found a different for whom, a different person to sell to, and but they have that that same problem, and and that's and, that's where I think it really you know comes back to. And here's a real secret about a recession. Okay, in a recession, what happens is. Buyers are way more diligent. They're really paying attention because they know that every dollar counts because they're in a recession. Yeah. And if I have to interview five IT companies and I'm an accountant and only one of them specializes in accountants and solves problems for accountants and only works with accountants and only does accountant things and only knows everything that there is to know about accountants, guess who I'm going with? Guess where my money is going? Yeah. Every time. Right? Every single time. And that's the way it's always going to be. So the more defined your market is in a recession, the more people are going to seek you out because you're the expert and they know it. They've heard it. They've seen it. You've been talking about it. You're, everything you're saying points to the fact that you're the expert in that. And they're going to put their money with the expert, even if you're more expensive than the competitors, because in a recession, they want to get the results. So they're no longer price shopping. They're looking for the best value. Because it's well, the best, I, I the best. I, I don't know that you're less likely to be price shopping in a recession. But I do think, I, I think. I, I tell I you, I, I see this. Shopping. I I see, I see, I see like people really want to get results in a recession. They don't want to get like BS. So they're way more careful with their shopping. And you might have to make a concession or whatever, but. You, but no, no, but I, there's I, there's I, I people are just, way no, more I don't careful. Think it matters when in in the cycle you are. I think that price is never as important as entrepreneurs like to think it is. Um, I, I think that it's it's always value, right? So yeah. I, I just I, I do think that it's you know people might become more value conscious in a recession, but but it's it's just not about price um, ever. And and, no, and it's about it's one of the hard things for people to get their their head around is is that if you only give someone price to negotiate around, if all you say uh, if if the only 
if, if you're just doing work and you haven't differentiated and you have instruction, the only thing you have to negotiate on is price, then people are going to negotiate on price. Yeah. But if, if you're in that situation, like you talked about, you're in the middle of a recession and you're an accountant who needs IT and somebody comes to you and they're like, yeah, I'm in, I, I do IT for accounting firms and I know all of your software and I know how it works and I know how to put this there and, and I know how to deal with Thomson Reuters and I know how to increase your billable hours and I know how to, you know, then even if you're 10% more than the next guy who says, yeah, I, I know computers and I do computers and I make it work, you're much more attracted to that accountant. It doesn't matter that it's a recession. You know, and and that's that's I, I don't think people are less likely to buy on price because it's a recession, but they are but I but I definitely think that the the rules around value are critically important. And the idea that you have to be able to show somebody why they should purchase from you, you know, why buying from you matters. And that's where it comes down to being really, really clear about that problem. Yeah. So your your big takeaways from today should be know the problem you solve and for whom. Don't participate in recessions. <laughs> right? And don't you, you can you can stick to your guns in terms of your your know your value. Like really know and understand your value and the value that you're providing for that person that you solved the problem for. Yeah. And when it does come down to it and you do have to pivot, know you're pivoting, identify a gap in the market. So find a new for whom, find a new avatar, a new target customer. It may be a whole new segment that's opening up that it wasn't there before. Because the mm. other thing about recessions is it really means change. Change is happening. Change, things are moving in a different way. So there's different opportunity than there was before. So if you are going to pivot, identify a new for whom, get again, crystal clear about that problem you solve and now really build your business and your offer around delivering that. And, and that's, that's really what it takes to get out of a recession. 100%. All right. All right. I think we're there, my friend. <laughs> all right. Good. So, so that's, 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 I think we're going to, we're going to talk more about, um, recessions. I, I'm I'm thinking as we talk about this, I'm going to put together a guide on on how to deal with recessions. So we'll we'll work on putting that together. You should uh, find that in the the learn more section, or maybe you won't because maybe I didn't get it done yet. But I'm going to try and get something done uh, around the uh, the the recession and and how we prepare for it. And other than that, Joe, uh, you want to take us out? Well, just remember that you are loved. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for joining us. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one right now and tap into our insights and instincts to help drive your business vision and success. Remember, you didn't start your business to feel frustration. You started it for freedom. We can help you discover the impact, freedom, and wealth you always imagined. Learn more at startgrowmanage.com slash learn more.